a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Bloods. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. Cannabis Podcast Network honor. Check them out, podcast.com. We are brought to you by the Happiest Hour. Make sure you check out happiesthour.com. Promo code PZ for $6 off your order and promo code PZ5 for $5 off a companion pack from the Happiest Hour tonight. Tonight, we are joined in the main event from. John of the CBG Gurus going down later on around 7.30. Make sure you stay tuned in for that. Also, we are going to be giving away this lovely pepper peanut gelada box. That's right. It'd be great for Lou. He just got back from vacation, so we should have just given this to you. The peanut gelada box, and it's packed, packed up. It's got a nice... Little uh, pina colada cup bong, a uh, little carrying case for your joints, uh, wraps. You got all kinds of shit in here lighters, everything you can need, smoker supply box from Hepper. <laughs> Shut up, Lou. I'm trying to do the intro, goddammit. <laughs> Going down later on in a game we like to call Stupid Easy Trivia. Going down later tonight, so make sure you stay tuned in for that. And of course, the chat's popping off. Lou's fired up already. <laughs> we have Joanna Lyman from Facebook. Hi, fam. Rapid Dave live in the house. 
the motherfucking Donna Taylor, Harold White, Harold White, Mike Donnelly, the Instagram popping, Instagram popping, Jake the Salad Guy's live, so you know it's going to be a great show. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but he likes salads. Audi Viscadio 87, Boof Spotter, Crabgrass Medical, it's going down. Highest podcast around, it's 2B1. And that's how it's got done. God damn it, it got me all fucked up, Lou. I'm over here trying to do the intro, and you got me laughing like a motherfucker. Stumbling over my words like a blubbering fool over here. <laughs> As he puts his glasses on, his glasses on looks all studious now. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen cool. you in, in your glasses, bro. You look very, uh, very important. Very important. Very, very Ted Kaczynski. Ooh, I don't, I don't know who Ted Kaczynski is. The Unabomber, I think. <laughs> who, the, who the fuck is that? <laughs> It's kind of like if if Ted Kaczynski and a sea captain had a baby. Oh, um, well, Jesus, how am then... I supposed to put that kind of analogy together if I don't even know what <laughs> Ted Kaczynski looks like? Who the fuck Google. is? We have the technology. Ted Kaczynski? How do I even spell that? Kaczynski. Just, yeah, just spell it like you feel, man. Spell it like I feel. So what spell you're telling you me? Live. What you're spell telling me, you Lou? Is that you look like this guy I'm looking at on my screen? I don't know, man. I'm not seeing the comparison here. <laughs> you even with even hold on, hold on. You know, maybe if you keep if you keep that up, that might be good. Let me see this. Hold on a second. I'm gonna flip my screen here. I'm gonna share the screen. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I've got a visual. <laughs> What? That's what you think you look like, Ted Kaczynski? <laughs> Donna Taylor's like. My... <laughs> Donna, you know Kaczynski? Does he live in your park with you? <laughs> oh, I got my boy Kaczynski. Dude! Is this guy a Unabomber? Is that his whole gimmick, yo? <laughs> I'm just proud I knew that. <laughs> Mike Dolly says new radio network and everything falls off the rails already. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, I'm saying, dude, if that's who you think you look like, bro, I, I can tell you right now, that should be like a Tinder profile pic for you. <laughs> you should roll up with this shit and be like, just in for a uh, uh, an explosive good time. <laughs> well, true story. True story. This is this is a little serious. I used to work. I used to work in an academic building where one of the Unabomber's bombs went off. Oh shit! What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of his uh, one of his targets was a a uh, computer science professor at the university. Oh, well, and that was that was the building that I worked in at the time. Uh, well, I didn't work in at the time that it happened, but you know, years later, dude. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't trying to be there for the main event, you know. But... No, obviously not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank I, God I, you I left before without. the main event started. What are we? What are we seeing? I can't see what's on that screen. Google Ted Kaczynski now. 
<laughs> okay. That was an old picture. Okay. Really are, you, are you saying are you saying that he no, aged more no, I'm not saying like him now either. <laughs> she says Ted Kaczynski now. No way. That's not See. the same person. Yeah, maybe it is. It still kind of looks like Lou. No, it does not. <laughs> Man, if I had the right wig, I could probably pull that off. <laughs> just throw the orange the orange jumpsuit underneath, I'll and then it. just throw like a cheap tweed sport coat over it. I could rock I'll that. Costume idea. Add that to the roster. <laughs> Add that to the roster. <laughs> Narrowing down ideas. That's Ooh, the... this is that compelling content, <laughs> yeah, ladies and exactly gentlemen. This is why you're... you're here. Yeah, you are here for this Ted Kaczynski. Uh, and the, uh, I don't know what I'm looking for in the word. So we're just going to like to watch that. <laughs> Ceremonial Lady of the Blood. You already know the deal. Grab your weed, grab your concentrates, grab your edibles, whatever you do to get high. Let's smoke it if you got it. King Palm loaded with some homegrown GMO. If I get a fucking lighter that works. There we go. Of course, in the King Palm, shout out King Palm. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Mike Donnelly says, my dad was a letter carrier and was hoping to be the guy who delivered the package. What? <laughs> what? Did I come out wrong? Am I just the only one that's reading this weirdly? No, I don't think, I don't think it came out wrong. <laughs> you don't think, I don't it came, think it came out wrong. You think he meant for it to come out this way? <laughs> Jesus. The fuck's going on around here, man? I mean, you got to have hopes and dreams, right? And that was his dream. <laughs> he wanted he wanted to uh, he wanted to give an assist to the Unabomber. He wanted to he wanted to set up the alley oop. I don't know if you, you know? should have said that. Mike. Yeah, I'm not sure if I even should have put that on the screen. You know, uh, that's kind of weird. Harold White says, "Didn't the Unabomber go nuts?" Limitations is probably up though. This is an interesting <laughs> fact, though. Harold White says, didn't the Unabomber go nuts after participating in a psych study at Harvard? I don't know the, I don't know the details on that. I don't know, man. How do you people know more about this? How are we talking about this still? We turned this into a true crime documentary drama. Yeah, we should have, we, we should have a related question for the trivia. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Valley Chronics has best night of the week. Of course it is. Of course it is. Speaking of Unabombers, right? I damn near, I will tell you guys a story. I damn near fucking blew my fucking house up this past week. Okay. <laughs> the house that you just moved into. The house that I just moved into. No fucking lie. So oh boy. you guys, I've, I mean, I know I've told the story on the air before a bunch of times. And literally in the past couple of weeks, I've been assaulted by, by all kinds of bugs. I had a spider in the garage. I had the bees and the flies and the, and the, and the mosquitoes flying into my car, uh, praying mantis stalking me all over the place. Like it's, it's just honestly been fucking crazy. Right. But I, <laughs> I have literally, I've literally hit maybe a low in my life after what happened to me this past week. I'm coming into the studio to do some work for the show and I pop the door open 
And this is why I'm kind of I'm on edge right now here in the studio, because right literally to the right of me here, there is a radiator on the floor and sticking halfway out of the radiator was this spider. Now, I couldn't see the whole thing. I was <laughs> a little bit shocked, needless to say, because the first half of his body was abnormally large. And I was like, OK, maybe this is maybe this is. Maybe this is something else. I don't know what this could be. Maybe it's like a uh, beetle. I don't know what the fuck it was. So I go, I get a little closer. I get a little closer, bro. No lie. And the fucking thing creeps out a little more. Now I'm staring dead ass in the motherfucking face. Me, mano, imano with the motherfucking spider about this goddamn big. This goddamn big. And lo and behold, just like fucking Kristen said, motherfucking wolf spider. A wolf spider is literally in the studio staring at me. It's the size of my palm. Size of my palm. It was the size of my palm, Kristen, okay? The size of my palm. She's not a tarantula spider with the sack of babies. <laughs> Yo, Donna Taylor says, you should have called me. My tongs are always at the ready. <laughs> well, so here's how this story goes. I think Donna will be proud of me. So I'm like a, a regular stomp, right, on this giant size spider may or may not yield positive results, right? Now, I, I read on Google, as of course I'm staring at this thing, that these things don't spin webs. They're extremely fast on their feet, and that's how they attack their prey because they're quick. So they just, they just right over to you, and then and then they just and they, they attack and they bite. And they're, you know they're not deadly, but they're venomous still, right? So I'm like, what am I gonna do? I got Crocs on. Now I'm not gonna step on them. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I would definitely have Crocs on for this experience. So now I got my Crocs on. And I'm staring at this fucking spider. I'm like, hell fucking no. There's no goddamn way I'm going to step on this thing, right? That's not even an option. Because what if it, what if I miss? And then it attacks. And then it crawls on me, bites my foot, up my legs. In my, and who knows where it could go after that. Listen, these possibilities are endless. It could have been extremely deadly traumatic experience. So now I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, what would Donna do? Right? <laughs> So I go, up, I go upstairs, I go into my kitchen, I look at my my utensils next to the stove, and I pull out this pair of tongs, and I give them a couple clicks like I'm about to flip a burger on the grill, and I've said, no fucking way, there's no way this is going to work. <laughs> there's no way this is going to work. But I'm like, if, if the tongs wouldn't work, what else might Donna do? And then I thought to myself, I have a Dyson vacuum. Right, I got one of those Dyson vacuums, you know, the, the, the cordless ones, the long with the stick, you know what I mean? And, and I'm like, all right, my plan is I'm going to take the vacuum and I'm going to suck this bitch up. <laughs> I go and I go to my spare room and I find- They like when you do that. Yeah, I bet you they do, you know, get a little toppy toppy, right? <laughs> so I, 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 pulled, I pulled the vacuum, but I can't find- any of the attachments, not even the long arm, not even the long piece with the little vacuum at the end. All I could find was the handlebar piece that just had a, a large hole at the end <laughs> and the little place that catches everything. So I'm like, shit, <laughs> shit. I'm like, I don't have any way to aim at this fucking spider. All I have is this large open crevice that's gonna suck, 
<laughs> it's gonna suck the air in, and hopefully, I might be able to catch the spider. Okay. So I push it. I get the thing downstairs. I come back in here. Now the thing's halfway back in the radiator again. I'm like, well, fuck. So I give the fucking radiator a little tap, you know, with the vacuum, you know, click, 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 you know, come on, bitch, come out. And, and the thing, the you know, tolls. and it comes out and it comes out, crawls out real quick, stares at me. And then I'm like, all right, this is, this is my moment. I have to get it now before it comes any closer my way. So I take the vacuum, I aim down at the floor, and I go to pull the trigger. And as soon as I pull the trigger, the goddamn spider starts to make a run for it. Okay? This quick motherfucker starts going down. I fucking take one step lunge forward. I trip over the fucking cord to this stupid pink fucking light over here. I hit the floor. The spider's right here. And all I could do was make a reach for fucking desperation and pull the trigger. Why? It, it took a couple tries, but the fucking thing, dude, boom, sucked the fucking thing up right into the fucking tube. And I hold the trigger down for like three minutes straight. And I'm just watching this thing. Boop, 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 boom, boop, 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 all around inside, you know, the little catcher where all the dirt shit goes. And I'm just over and over and over watching this thing bounce around the inside of my vacuum. And I'm like, that's right, you son of a bitch. I fucking got you now. And I fucking, dude, I go up the stairs. I'm holding the fucking trigger the whole time. I walk right outside to my deck. I put it over the railing. I pop the canister open and release the contents back to the wild. But I'll tell you what, that some bitch was definitely concussed at the very least. At the very least, I gave a spider a concussion this week. I'm not even sure if I killed it or if it's going to come back now. It's come back. It's pissed. It's bringing Yeah, you pissed pennies. it off now, man. You're in for it now. Dude, I, and the worst part is I tried, I tried calling Orkin to come by and service my lawn. And they were like, no, we don't do that shit. We don't do spiders. I'm like, what? You don't do spiders. You, you called in a spider cleanup? <laughs> I tried to call Orkin because I have... Oh, yeah, we got... I got a plan. Like, like, it's, yeah, a yeah. it's like there's, there's things. They come already. I don't to tell you this, but uh, I, I, I got a spider on my lawn. If you think you might be able to come out again. <laughs> I tried to explain that it wasn't just a spider, okay? It was obviously some kind of Teenage Mutant Ninja spider, okay? Because that motherfucker was huge, yo, okay? And fast. I suggested putting a jar over it and, like, sliding a plate and then just running for the front door. That no. sounds way more sketchy like, than a Dyson. You want me, okay, to to jar, to put a jar successfully with only this wide of a hole and a spider that's this big, <laughs> right? It over into a jar and then slide a paper plate underneath it. <laughs> In theory, yes. <coughs> no. Spider's gonna lay eggs in his eyes now. Uh, no. <laughs> don't even don't even play with this bullshit right here okay because i'll tell you right motherfucking now if i don't sleep for the next week i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> i'm gonna be pissed i already i'm literally walking around the house 
and I, I'm checking all the time, yo. And my wife's like, why haven't you like ordered the fucking the 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 spray? Like, I guess Ortho makes like a home defense shit. Nope, nope. You think I want to pull the trigger at that traumatic experience? Nope. Still sitting in the cart at Amazon, just sitting there waiting for me to say, you know, you're gonna buy me, right? Nope. <laughs> No, <laughs> same thing with Vegas. Can't make a goddamn decision on a fucking hotel. Can't make a goddamn decision on the spider poison I want. Well, fucking Libra, it sucks. So Don't yeah, call going out to me. phone lines are open for your spider poison recommendations. And apparently and, uh, no recommendations. Yeah, if anyone knows how to kill wolf spiders... <laughs> I'm open in all ears. 860-384-7110. 860-384-7110. I would love to, you know, hear <laughs> what ideas. I, I, what, he, what he means is he would love to hear your plans to return them safely to the wild. That's what he meant to say. No, I would find yeah. perfectly fine with an execution style. Okay. There's no need to go back to the wild. This thing can like straight up just get murdered. Michael Myers right up in this bitch and let's go. Like I'm cool with that. But didn't, didn't you ever get told that if you capture a wolf spider and then free it, it will protect you for the rest of its natural life. I no, <laughs> no. <laughs> See, now you know. No, that's you get a little army of them. If you get like two or three, you get a little army. no, yeah, no, no. I don't. I don't want the services of the spider army. All right, I wouldn't even want the spider the services of the spider men or any any of them. Any women, spider men, spider women, like no. Uh, no. Wow. And no now the spider women. I have to sit here yeah. for the whole fucking show and wonder. As I sat here and decided this morning that I would wear my sandal Crocs instead of my full my full foot covered, you know, Croc. I got the, the foot, I got the slides crocs. on. My feet are exposed here, and at any moment, this wolf spider can come crawling out of this radiator and attack me live on the air. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I need to rein this back in. Wait. So you have like the, the, you have like, oh my God, this is excellent. Okay, so you've got the regular Crocs. You've got the sandal Crocs. Do you have like the fuzzy lined Crocs? My like wife the- I, my wife just got me a pair of the fuzzy lined Crocs actually for me and my son. We both have now uh, matching fuzzy lined Crocs that are actually probably sitting right here at the, next to the door. I really do love this. Yep, I got, I got the regular Crocs. I got the Croc bands. I got the weed Crocs. Have you ever had those? I got the weed Crocs with all the weed leaves on them. I got I got uh croc you know uh slides and I got yeah croc I'm croc life baby croc life for I'm life I'm croc life baby yeah. it's alright I do the same thing with it's the croc world now. order over here <laughs> you know like I don't give a shit I am all about this shit Donna Taylor says have you seen the crocs that that oh my god is that even English I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure this out have you seen the crocs with the cowboy boots. What kind of Crocs are these? They're a thing. We're getting them for him because I can do nothing better than Peasy and cowboy boot Crocs. If I have to be Woody from Toy Story, I would rather go out in cowboy Crocs than an actual cowboy boot. All right, because I'm sure it's much There's more comfortable. There's a snake in my Crocs. <laughs> There's a motherfucking snake in my motherfucking Croc. <laughs> Harold White says spiders in my house are nice guys. They just had to make it clear if they go to my bed or shower, they die. I haven't killed one in a long time. <laughs> He's got, this guy's got. Bed is no. 
And the shower is a no. Yeah, no, I support this. You can't block the Girl bed. Boy. What happens once your eyes are closed and you're asleep? That's what frightens me. I can't, it makes me, it'll keep me up for hours. I'll think about it. I have the, like, you want to know the statistic? Yes. No. Well, <laughs> um, let me think about this real quick. And now I do. You eat a lot of them. What is it, like seven a year or something? Um, excuse me? <laughs> it sounds like you need one of those like Michael Jackson sleep chambers, like the the, the hyperbaric chamber of sleep. Yo, if it's good enough for the king of pop, it's good enough for me, baby. I don't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> down, yo. Let's go. That way, nothing will mess with you. You'll be in there like. <laughs> yo, I'll, I'll get like the shiny glove and I'll, I'll whack, I'll whack fucking spiders and shit with it. Be like, oh, pow! This right now, like, oh, pow! You know, you a know, fucking moonwalk over the motherfucking spiders, you know, and this dude, like, you know, just, yeah, that would definitely, I'd be cool with this, yo. The long lost youngest, youngest brother, Peasy Jackson. That's right, right yo. <laughs> right. Simone. <laughs> Call him PJ for sure. Hey, <laughs> The king of pot! The pizza! Yo, the king of pot! Wait a second! Yo, do you think we could, like, uh, dude, if, what if I became, like, the king of pot and I just remixed all of Michael Jackson's songs and made them weed songs, dude? Billy Jean has got to be on the list. Charity covers album. Yeah, that's what it is. There you go. There's your idea. Dude, I mean, have you ever. Uh, this is a notepad. <laughs> have you ever seen all right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna bring something out here all right Be i know i know CB, cbg gurus are in the background waiting but listen have you ever heard of michael trapson okay michael trapson is an artist from the midwest he is a dude who makes like rap music as if he's michael jackson and it's fucking hilarious but he's also done a couple of like funny remixes for like Instagram and shit. Uh, I just want to give you like I just want to play uh, like a little preview here. Uh, you got you got to see this, yo. Uh. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Try to you know just like whiz. Wait a second. It gets good. This is exclusive, you guys. If you haven't seen this, this is game changing shit. I love this shit. <laughs> it got so much better. Wait for this. going to right now. I love it. <laughs> and he sounds great, by the way. He sounds absolutely fantastic. Just enjoy yourself. Groove. Let the music get 
CBG gurus don't go anywhere. you've ever seen though <laughs> pretty awesome <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything as amazing as that that was a highlight for my day today I just gotta say <laughs> that song stuck in my head all night Shimon, go smoke some love don't stop the smoke enough like, literally, whoever wrote that is genius, dude. Absolutely motherfucking genius. That's all I want to say. I honestly am just jealous I didn't come up with the idea myself. But we have a guest in the building, which I'm super excited for. Uh, you might know him as from the CBG. CBG, I almost said CBD, but CBG gurus on Instagram. My man, Sean, joining us live. What's up, dude? Hey, hey, hey. Can y'all hear me? Oh, yeah, we can hear you great. Oh, awesome. Yeah, tuning in from Harwinton. I've been uh, 
busy on the farm all day. We've been harvesting for the past over a month now, um, but we've moved on to our fresh frozen harvesting stages and we harvested basically the last of the nug, uh, you know, yesterday, a couple, couple of plants out there, but just some miscellaneous things. I just want to cut so you off real quick. All right. Um, Lou had brought up earlier today about some fresh frozen, and this is a term that I I know nothing about, and I would love for you to tell me more. What is the fresh frozen that you speak of? Sure. So in general, fresh frozen nug, basically you don't dry it. You harvest your branches and chop all the nugs off. Um, you know, everybody does it kind of differently. We actually have a nice bucking machine that you kind of feed the branches into and it pulls all the, pops all the nugs off as it pulls the branch through. Um, and then you don't have to dry. That's why it's called fresh frozen. So you just take the nug. Most people put it in like turkey bags and toss it right in the freezer. In the freezer. This is something I have never heard of in my life, yo. Fresh frozen. Frozen weed, yo. What? <laughs> what? Chris, yeah, you, you know yeah. about this? Only because he explained it to me when he came by the store a couple weeks ago. So honestly, <laughs> only through Sean, but yes. Oh, all right. Lou, you, you're a fan of the fresh frozen buds? Well, I'm a fan of what becomes of them. <laughs> well, tell me more about this. Sure, yeah. So here on the farm, um, you know, to prioritize the quality of kind of everything that we're doing, we harvest all of our tops for smokable flour. So we just go through, top everything. Y'all know that's where the biggest, fattest, nicest nugs are. Always. So we harvest all those, um, fill up our drying space. That also optimizes the drying space and the use of it. Uh, and then we let the bottom nugs kind of mature a little bit longer and then go back through and take out all the plants um, for fresh frozen, put all the nugs in the freezer. And then here on the farm, we do ice water extraction. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No, I, no. tell me more about this. You have a whole like old natural way of doing this shit. I'm so intrigued right now. <laughs> tell me about the, the yeah, ice water extraction. So ice water extraction. Basically the idea um, behind ice water extraction is um, to separate the trichomes from the rest of the flower material. Oh, so you're making like so, hash basically. Yeah, we're making bubble hash. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what Lou's drooling over earlier today. <laughs> the bubble hash. All right. Now, see, now I'm understanding a little bit more. Uh, just a good question because you are the CBG guru. One of our viewers asked, is CBG flour? So maybe, most people are familiar with CBD, yeah, so, but maybe not CBG so much. Maybe we could speak about that a little more before we start going on into. Sure, I will give you the spiel that I give everybody because that is the main question that we get, you know, when we're out vending or whatever. What is CBG? I want to hear it. So I like to say that CBG is similar to CBD in that it's another non-intoxicating cannabinoid. But here at the CBG Gurus, we like to say CBG has more of an aware, uplifting focus type of effect, a little bit more of an energizing and cerebral type of effect compared to CBD, which most people find more relaxing, soothing, tranquil, 
more in the body, more chill. So generally we say that CBG is um, great for daytime use and then CBD is a little bit better for like evening and nighttime use. Um, you know, medicinally, a lot of people use CBG for similar reasons. They would use CBD like um, inflammation and pain management, stress and anxiety, but we prefer it for the daytime because it has a little bit more of that energizing component to it. Um, right. And then some unique uh, medicinal potential that CVG has is um, it's said to be a neuroprotectant. So we like to say, um, you know, it's not going to stop or reverse neurodegeneration, but it could, you know, slow it down or prevent against it. And then we've also gotten some feedback from some customers who say the CBG is really great for their GI problems, um, you know, oh, like really? IBS or acid reflux, stuff like that. Yeah, apparently I learned kind of recently, you know, always learning things, but um, apparently there's a lot of CB1 receptors in the, in like your gut tract and your microbiome. Um, so yeah, as they say, you know, pain and neuropathy, um, CBG, uh, because of its unique molecular structure, can actually interact and bind directly with both the CB1 and the CB2 receptors in our endocannabinoid system, oh, wow. um, compared to CBD, um, where its medicinal potential is mostly attributed to indirect interactions, mainly with the CB2 receptor. Oh, it's very interesting because I think CBG is and a lot of people have not really heard of it before, including myself. Honestly, it's new for me also CBG. So I find this very fascinating. I, I, you know, I've always been very familiar with CBD, but you don't really hear a lot of people talking about CBG. So the question yeah, really it's, is it's, what made you choose that path to go down to start you know, focusing on CBG stuff as opposed to something sure, that's I mean, maybe that's... well more known? Definitely. That's honestly kind of uh, the exact reason why we did that. Um, so makes we, sense. Hadn't heard too, we hadn't heard too, too much about it either. Um, you know, I, I actually personally, I got my, um, my degree in medicinal plant chemistry from Northern Michigan University. Oh, wow. So Impressive, shout out man. Northern. Um, and then kind of recruited my best friend from high school, uh, you know, after we both graduated to kind of start up this, this business. And we have been, you know, longtime cannabis connoisseurs. Um, so we hadn't really heard too much about CBG either. And we ended up buying some, I don't know, we bought like an ounce online or something probably. And we were both like stone cold sober when we tried it for the first time, you know, just packed the bong full of CBG. And after smoking the bong, we, you know, kind of looked at each other and we were both like, you know, definitely not stoned but definitely not sober like feeling good you know it's it's a really good vibe and i like to say also that cbg is a little bit more psychoactive than cbd i think because it does interact with your cb1 receptors like all over your brain um it's a little bit more psychoactive kind of like caffeine is psychoactive okay you know people people oftentimes say that cbg or you know CBD even is not psychoactive, but that's false. They are, at least CBG especially for me personally, 
is psychoactive but non-intoxicating. You know, those are two different terms that are kind of important to understand, you know, the, the differences. A lot of people say, you know, hemp is not psychoactive, but that's false. It's non-intoxicating. Aha. So there's a, there's a, there's a difference, obviously. Right. Yeah. Well, that's very- a lot of things are psychoactive. You know, some things in chocolate are psychoactive. Like, <laughs> so. Have you, any of you guys tried CBG before? Kristen has. <laughs> I have. Your flowers uh, are good too. I've tried, um, oh my gosh, the, the grape. Um... The grape soda actually is our CBD flower because we do, we do both, you know, <laughs> we can't, we got. And then what was the other one you gave? I'm so bad with the. the Janet's G CBG yeah. is our main smokable CBG uh, flower and pre-roll variety right now. Janet's G, huh? Really? Yeah, here you know we 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 really like to combine our you know THC flower with our hemp flower. So during the daytime, you know, because we enjoy smoking (laughs) and can't be like super duper stoned all the time, especially when you have like to be productive. (laughs) Right. So during the daytime, generally we will you know, mix our THC flour like one-to-one with some CBG flour. I like to say the THC mixed with CBG creates a little bit more of like a grounded, focused, energized type high, like a little bit more of a productive high. Um, And then after a long day of farming, you know, we like to smoke down at night and we like to mix CBD in oftentimes at night because I like to say... CBD flower, or in general, mixed with THC, um, really enhances the body high and creates a really relaxing type of effect. Um, and especially because of how we farm and do everything around here, you know, our flower has a lot of terps. Um, last year, our grape soda CBD tested at like 3.4% terps. So uh, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's- Adding that to your smoke is only going to increase, you know, the niceness of, of the smoke, you know, I like to think of all the different cannabinoids and everything kind of as like different tools in a toolbox. So, you know, sometimes you're trying to get faded and maybe then you'll just like take a dab, but like oftentimes you're just like trying to smoke and like either chill or like be productive. So like you got different tools and you can kind of combine them together however you want. I'm, I'm like, a, I just like to make a big salad because I never know what I want and everyone knows I can't make a fucking decision. So I would just probably put the THC, the CBD and the CBG all just mixed together and say, fuck it. And, it's, you know, see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to wing yeah. it. <laughs> so tell me more about the farming. How long have you guys been growing for? So uh, last year um, was our first summer season farming. Uh, you know, we both basically graduated in the spring and then kind of I moved back home, hit the ground running because of COVID. My business partner, Jake Honig, shout out to Jake, had to, uh, was like staying home basically. He went to college in DC. So he was staying home basically for senior year of college. So he got to do some things around here to kind of get the farm infrastructure a little bit prepped while I was still. Um, you know, at school in Michigan, and I kind of like went through the whole thought process of like more or less everything I thought we needed to do to get the first season, you know, going. Because <laughs> um, the the farm is on my parents' house. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. So um, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let's rewind a little bit. Your farm is at your parents' house. 
Yes, sir. I grew up on 13 acres in Harwinton. That's sick, my man. Dad, my dad's been mowing the lawn for like 15 years, you know, so the more hemp I grow, the less lawn there is to mow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Dude, that's fucking awesome that they're like, they're like, yeah, they, sure, go ahead. You know? Just yeah, I mean, it definitely is awesome. Um, they were not super about the cannabis for a long time, but I think my degree and kind of the plan that I came up with proved that it was like a viable option um and like for me it was like i'm either gonna go do this for somebody else or try and build my own thing so yeah i hear you uh lucy says cbg helped my uncle tremendously with his cancer it helped him so much so i guess you're like you said it's a lot of medicinal qualities uh with the cbg that's awesome but she also wants to know how do we get your products and she's super late to the show tonight (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, so we do have a website with an online store. We can ship to all 50 states, and we have a little bit of information on the website, too. Um, our website, just to put out there first before talking more, yeah, thecbggurus.com. That's us. So we took a, you know quite a bit of time to develop the website. We got some, some info under about us. If you go there, we kind of do solventless extraction here. So there's some info about that on there. Wow. You know, why CBG underneath about us is uh, all about CBG. And then solventless extraction is all about solventless extraction. This is kind of like the in-depth explanation that I wrote up. Yeah, guys, check them out. Check them out. Definitely uh, the the CBDgurus.com. Check the website out. You (laughs) You guys got what I say? Did I say it wrong? Yeah, that's CBG gurus. What'd I say? I don't know. I think you might have said that. Maybe I missed it. <laughs> Lou's, <are you, laughs> Lou's laughing. Lou, what'd I say? <laughs> Did I fuck it up? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here yelling at mute. Yes, correct him. It is the CBG guru. <laughs> <laughs> the CBG guru. Guru. Oh, waving my hands, yelling at you, so that makes it even better. Gurus plural. Gurus plural. That's right. Gurus. Do you guys have any questions for uh, for Sean? There's a ton of research and stuff up there too. Also, I took a lot of time to find like over 50 published scholarly articles and put all the abstracts and everything up there. So. You know, you're not really supposed to like make claims in the hemp industry about what things do. So we don't really have any claims on the website. You know, we're clean. We got all our COAs and stuff up there. But there's a ton of research and a ton of news about cannabis and stuff like that, too. So we're busy around here. So we got to get a little bit better at like blog posting and stuff like that, you know, but it's hard to um, keep up with that social media shit. Yeah, for sure. It's hard. hard. (laughs) But yeah, questions if anybody has has any questions. Yeah, I'd be curious to know, uh, I know you, you did like the fair circuit recently, uh, what your experience was like, you know, were, were people receptive generally, like what kind of, what did you observe while you were doing all that? Definitely, it was very, very interesting to get out there and talk to a lot of people, because um, we've been doing events all summer, you know, as stated last year was our first year farming, so this year was our first year vending while farming. Uh, we ran 600 plants on half an acre this year. Our farm is USDA certified organic. We do no-till permaculture. I could come back and talk about that another day, maybe. <laughs> but, um, 
so getting out and selling things has been very interesting. We have our table set up with a huge tapestry with cannabis leaves all over it. Um, that is like our tablecloth, basically. So it's it's pretty obvious the type of uh, things we might be selling. And we just kind of put that out front. And kind of the theory behind that was everybody who's like really not about it will just kind of walk by and not bother us. And if people are about it, it will get your attention and you'll come over and talk to us. Uh, so we haven't really gotten haggled like too many times, you know, like maybe once or twice. Um, but people are normally pretty cool. And I mean, sometimes, you know, people are like, are you selling weed? And it's like, no, but like, have you ever heard about CVG before? So <laughs> right. um, that's the other thing. We got our big banner, you know, it says the CBG gurus. So people be checking it out there. Oftentimes, again, they come over and they say, what's CBG? So that kind of gets them maybe hooked, gets their attention to the table. And then we can, you know, at least educate people. I if people are walking by and they're like mimmering between each other and I'm like, you know, like come over here and talk to me. Like I, I, I haggle people. I give them a hard time. I'm like, like, I can tell you all about CBG. Like I know your homie doesn't know nothing about it. I'm like, I don't know anything, you know, I just want to talk about it. So um, that's a big thing for me and for us definitely is, you know, educate the people. Nobody knows about CBG. So even if like you don't want to buy something like maybe, your grandma's on CBD and like, it makes her too tired during the daytime. Like, all right, like grandma, try some CBG. I heard about it at the fair recently, you know? So, and just to get the knowledge out there about kind of everything. So. Yeah. Mr. James Smith on YouTube asked, do you practice regenerative farming? Yeah. So we, we like to say no till regenerative permaculture. Um, you know, obviously everybody kind of sometimes maybe has their own definitions for those words. But um, here we had to basically decide between buying a tractor and a hash lab. So uh, we make hash. Um, and, uh, I saw Lou got worried like, for a second. He's like, wait a second, what's it going to be? <laughs> Come on, hash lab. So, yeah, um, in, in that decision and just like in general with like looking into farming and how I wanted to farm, you know, like I said before, this land had never been farmed. So it's not like we had a tractor and a tiller and it's been being tilled this whole past time, whatever, it's, it was just grassland. So basically what we did and are in the process of doing to transfer more, transform more land is we collect up cardboard, a lot of it. Um, and then I've hit up all the local arborists and we've got some connects now who stop by every now and then again and give us all their wood chips. Oh, so awesome. basically to transform the grass into grow space, we put down cardboard and would about like eight inches of wood chips, um, at least normally. And the first year we spread all of that with my brother's pickup truck and garbage cans and pitchforks. Oh my God. <laughs> and our rows Whoa. the first year were six feet wide and 150 feet long. We had 12 of them. We ran like 12 rows. Oh wow. Now you got 600. Uh, so this year, basically, we filled in. The first year, we had six-foot-wide rows and then six-foot-wide grass. So this past year, we went back and filled in all the grass space just to make one big wood chip square. Um, and we ran 20 rows this year. 
Um, thank God, uh, happy neighbor uh, let us borrow his skid steer. So we spread <laughs> wood chips a lot faster. Um, that was super helpful. Um, and then in terms of uh, other like regenerative ideals, you know, we we do Korean natural farming. Again, I could come back and talk about that like by itself for another day. Um, but we spread a lot of microbes and sometimes, you know, collect a lot of our own, you know, native microbes, make a lot of our own ferments here in-house, kind of maybe sell some of that stuff soon. Um, and we, another cool thing that we did that's super unique is we inoculated all of those wood chips that we spread with um, mycelium, like with fungal spores, different mushroom varieties. Oh, wow. So, the first year we tried four different varieties of oysters and then we got some wine caps too. Um, I want to try another type of oyster that I think might do a little better. The wine caps are doing really well, um, but you can literally see some places in the wood chips. It's a mat of mycelium. Like it's, it's like this thick and it's just wood chips, but it's, it's white mat of mycelium. Um, <laughs> so it's crazy. And like you step on the wood chips and it's super spongy um, we ran daikon radish and field peas and clover as cover crop this year. So we're still like dialing our system, you know, but we're we're definitely trying to do it regeneratively. I'm so intrigued because I've had like we've had like some growers come on before, but no one, no one has taken this level of of uh, I don't know what the word I would say to this uh, the, the intensity when it comes to like your soil and what you're using. Like it's it's a lot of work, man. A lot of work. You're not just buying a bag of shit and throwing it down and planting your seed. You know what I mean? Like you're literally yeah. creating like this 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 life for it to grow in. It's incredible. That's nuts, man. I would love next time we get we get you on to get like a tour of the of the uh, farm because that would be dope. Cool. Yeah, that would be cool. We have some radishes out there that are probably the size of my leg. So, <laughs> how about a live show? From the farm? Yeah. Dude, that would be dope. That would be dope. We can maybe do that. We can maybe do that. I'd have to talk to Jake. Do you have have Wi-Fi? (laughs) That's that's the real question. (laughs) I'm on the Wi-Fi right now, so apparently it's working decently. Lou, I like your idea, man. That could be cool. (laughs) Live from the farm. To be blind. People would love to see it, I think. Yeah, Yeah, if not this year, then definitely some other point. Because like I said, we just kind of finished chopping everything, you know. So the field is is in its remains. But uh, we're in the process of turning all our fresh frozen into hash. And our drying room is currently being emptied. All the flowers entering its curing stage. Because we actually do that around here, even though we're a hemp farm. We... We like to smoke, and we like to smoke good shit. So, Hell yeah! If yeah, you gotta smoke, you might as well smoke good. Dry. We don't like do any of that. We 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 take our take no no repurposed wood. I, I learned how to grow weed. You know, I didn't learn how to grow like corn or nothing. So I see everything <laughs> around here like it's like it's high quality cannabis. But clearly, so. you could grow corn if you wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, we might have to rotate crops at some point. Being USDA certified organic, so. I kind of want to argue with that with them and do some research out here as to how much crop rotation really affects soil health, especially in the system that I'm trying to build here. Right, which is probably um, unlike. You might have to grow some peppers or something at some point. Yeah, because I don't think anybody <laughs> else is doing it like you are right now. I don't. I don't know anybody who's who's doing that like that. So I feel like 
what you're doing is completely original. It's so cool to, to hear how you guys yeah. are setting that up, man. Like, that's sick. Uh, James Smith wants to know, is the CBG, is, or is the hash CBG? We do make some CBG hash. So, um, you know, hash, ice water extraction, it's a solventless process. It's considered to be a solventless mechanical <laughs> extraction. Um, so there's no point ever for THC remediation. Um so most of the hash that we make here is used in our edible products um, because in that process, the THC gets diluted down to a level that's legal to sell as a hemp product. Whereas some of the raw hash has like over 1% THC. So can't be selling that as a hemp product. But in the edible process, it gets diluted. Um, but we do sell some smokable cbg bubble hash um because one particular variety that we grow was bred to make no thc at all so the flower tests at zero percent um and then when we go ahead and do the extraction the bubble hash um, also tests at zero percent thc uh, without any remediation but it's got like 60 percent cbg so that I like to top bowls with. I'm a big bong smoker, so I'll pack my bong like most of the way, take a scoop or two of that, put it on top. Me too. Pull over the top, and that's how we like to do it. It is also like semi-dabbable. You know, it's not super melty by itself because the CBG has a higher melting point, but I like to coat dabs in it sometimes. So I like take a dab on my little whatever <laughs> um, and then just dunk it in there. Or sometimes we got a puff coat here, so sometimes I'll like, load a little bit of like wax in the puffco and then a little bit of the bubble hash too and it and melts together pretty nicely i would have to try this bubble <laughs> hash that lou seems to be like literally like drooling yeah. over there for because if he thinks it's I gonna be bomb, wait, i definitely <laughs> definitely gotta check that shit out man <laughs> yeah, we actually we just posted the other day i don't know if you could pull it up on here you probably can with your technology skills um, <laughs> how'd you know i was skilled in technology <laughs> on instagram a whole reel that i made uh making hash it like you know it, it's not dried but it kind of is a look quick little few clips here and there throughout the hash oh man but how, is, it, is it like the newest one i see here with the water yeah the most recent one yeah check this out <coughs> oh shit <coughs> that ball grip got me here we go this is so fancy look at us with our technology okay yeah so that's the osprey i don't know if you can play with audio or not it's original audio so you should be able to oh it's well kind of shit dead. if i knew that i would have just hit the damn button <laughs> there we go Oh shit, Lou. <laughs> Look at his eyes. <laughs> the man possessed. Damn, that looks good. Damn, yo. That's how we wash. We put the fresh frozen flour in there, it gets spun around, and comes out that drain. We collect the hash. You know, we do a couple cycles and then it goes on to the freeze dryer tray, which goes into the freezer and then gets freeze dried. <laughs> And then sifted 
and then we sell it or use it for our tinctures and other edibles. I wish I took a screenshot of Lou's face when we were playing yeah. that video because you could make Man, so many, so many memes right now off that. You want to pick I whose brain? It. His brain? Pick the brain. <laughs> Great. I would love to be I would love to pick your brain sometime about the build out for for the lab. That's uh Well, you could probably come see awesome. us sometime and then pick my brain, definitely. Can we yeah, make a field that, trip? That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> I would love a field trip, you know, a, a whole podcast field trip, that'd be sick. I'd love to know more about your genetics too. I got so many questions. Oh, We're dude, ask away that, if you but... have questions. We have time if you want to ask more questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last year genetics. I mean, last year we ran four varieties, two CBG, two CBD. I didn't want to overdo it. It was my first year, first time ever really growing outside. First time ever really growing more than like <laughs> Yeah. couple tents worth um, <laughs> so uh four varieties the first year that's what we're working with like right now basically and then we're in the process of harvesting everything from this year last year our cbg hashed like twice as good as our cbd and tested like twice as potent um and then so that's why we were this year we decided to do a little bit more of like a pheno hunt and i want to start to like get some of a genetic library nice. um so last year we had to like sign sales contracts and we weren't really allowed to take cuts or any of that because hemp is treated like big ag sometimes right. so like we whatever um so this year i like took a spend a lot more time you know we spent some more money on seeds smaller seed packs Got them from like pretty small breeders, mainly like shout out uh, Hoku Seed Company and High Alpine Genetics. They got some fire, like type one, type two, type three, everything basically super good breeders. Everything like ran super nice this year. Um, so we ran 18 varieties, some other companies in there too, but 18 varieties to kind of pheno hunt, see what does good in our system, in our environment, and then you know, hopefully we're hunting for a CBD hasher, you know, like yeah. a lot of people say CBD doesn't hash super good, um, you know, and it might hash a little bit better dry, but I know the quality would be worse of the hash. And like, also right now we just don't have the capacity to dry 600 plants worth the way that I want to Sounds like a fun hunt though. Sounds like yeah, definitely. So sure. I think we ran like 12 CBD varieties this year, um, you know, a, as little as like, you know, 10 plants of some of them just to get some, you know, a tiny little bit of smokable flower. We might do some like limited edition pre-rolls or something, you know, a couple hundred to, to like drop or whatever. And then some, you know, flower to try ourselves, see how we like to smoke and then enough to do at least a small wash to see how it yields and what we want to run in the future. We've definitely, I took some cuts this year, so we've got some nice cuts of like some of some of my favorite phenos um, of some things that were in the field this year. So hopefully, you know, over the winter time, I'll be able to raise up some nice mothers and get us a bunch of cuts That's for next sick. year. Yeah. And I want to look into selling cuts, but the state kind of told me I couldn't. Um, That's bullshit. So, it's bullshit. Yeah. So, well, we'll see about that. I want to argue that too yeah. with them. Why? What was the reasoning um, for that? I gotta ask. I was told the last time the Department of Agriculture was here that if I wanted to like take cuttings, I needed to have like 
COAs of the finished flower that I was planning on taking cuts of. And I was only allowed to sell cuts to licensed hemp farmers. Okay. Yeah, so I, my response to that was, okay, but next summer, starting in July, everybody in the state of Connecticut is allowed to have six cannabis plants. So what's stopping them from having one to six of those plants be hemp plants, you know, whether it's CBD, CBG, whatever, hemp plants. And then at that point, you know, they should be able to source their hemp plants from their local hemp farmer who knows the genetics are going to perform well. And right. like, they'll be able to get a cut instead of starting some rando seeds. And like, believe me, I know like most of the hemp seeds out there, it's like, you want to buy a thousand? Cause that's the MOQ. Like, so I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me either. It was a plan of mine, like in expansion of this business to try and hook up at least like all the local nurseries, you know, with like 10, 20 clones that people could buy and grow because it would be legal, you know, so. So I want to make sure that I heard you correctly on what you said earlier. So you're doing for your edibles, you're doing all, obviously you said all your extraction is in-house solventless and you're doing your own infusing for those as well. Yeah, so in order to make the tincture, um, which I wanted to do in-house, um, we use uh, organic MCT coconut oil as our base. Um, and then the tincture is infused just with bubble hash. Um, in order to make the tincture, we had to get our food manufacturing establishment license. So, um, you know, not only do we have our hemp processor license which allows us to grow it and then we have our hemp manufacturer's license which allows us to do the extraction but on top of the extraction if you want to do anything with the extract you have to get another license depending on what you want to do so we're oh a licensed God. food manufacturing wow. establishment if we wanted to do topicals in-house we'd need another license if we wanted to like uh you know sell legally beverages large scale or make them in-house whatever that's another license ridiculous make carts that's another license um so <sighs> we have our food manufacturing establishment license to make the tinctures we do that in-house and then we do most of the edibles in-house um and the only thing we outsource for right now is gummies because i tasted some gummies that were the best gummies i've ever tasted and I didn't want to figure out how to make better tasting gummies. <laughs> so I, yo, making like, gummies is fucking hard, yo. It's a why hard thing to do. What was that, Kristen? I said, why reinvent the wheel? You know, like you just said, it was like the best tasting ones ever. Why try to reinvent the recipe? Like, right. I agree. I agree. Like I said, I think they're the most difficult edible to make of anything. Definitely. Is yeah, a gummy. Definitely. I, 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 I've tried. It's, it's a disaster and it's so messy. <laughs> it's like, there's multiple licenses though. That's brutal. And I'm like sitting here nodding. You're like, and there's this yeah. license and there's that. License. Yeah. And so some more bullshit just cause I guess I'm low key ranting, but um, <laughs> informing, informing the people what it takes to be a hemp farmer. Um, we're also certified organic. So we're certified by the USDA. Um, and the USDA doesn't actually do the certifications. We got our certification through Bay State Organic. They're cool people. They're out of mass, like super nice. 
Um, but they like follow the USDA rules, which kind of says that you're not supposed to <laughs> certify any like ingestible products. So um, here at our farm, our flour, along with the mushrooms, um, our flour is the only thing that's able to be USDA certified organic with the USDA, you know, stamp on the seal, because that's the only thing they allow us to get certified. And then all the other products just say, you know, made with certified organic flour. Um, and because of that, and because we wanted to like, I don't know, really emphasize what we're trying to do here, who knows if we'll continue in the future, but we also got our clean green cannabis certification. I don't know if y'all have heard of that, but clean green is kind of like an organic certifier that goes around to cannabis operations, whether it be weed or hemp, and certifies them, you know, at a certain set of standards. Um, and because it's a cannabis certification, we're allowed to put that seal, you know, on all of our products, our pre-rolls, our tincture, you know, any edibles, we're allowed to say we're clean, green certified. So I like that. And also, it's just like a marketing thing. People look for those stupid little, like, you know, emblems. So but people also want to know that the shit they're getting is organic and clean. I mean, that's important, especially, yeah. especially in 2022. I mean, that's like the whole thing. Everyone's all about that shit. So like, I just, I'm, I'm still hung up on That's important. I think that those things matter to a lot of people, things like that. Like I gravitate towards things like that. You know, I don't find it stupid. First of all, I appreciate that a lot of time and effort and energy and doing shit the right way went into attaining those certifications, right? Like you put a lot of time and energy into getting that. So like, I appreciate it. pages of paperwork for USDA. <laughs> you know, like. And clean Green was like, oh, you're USDA? Like that's basically good. <laughs> you know, like give yourself the uh, whatever. I don't know, you're right. People do uh, uh, like that sort of thing. And it just shows that you're going like the extra, the extra mile to like do this shit the right way, so. I just think it's amazing that you ha have a tincture that the end to end of the entire process is in house, you know, from from the soil to, you know, what, what you walk away with. Soil um, to I don't, oil, as they say. Yeah. Soil to oil. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's dope. I don't rare. know. I don't know uh, of a whole lot of, of that going on you know in someone else is always either doing the extraction or some piece of the the process but that to me is really intriguing that that's uh that's super cool yeah i, I appreciate that, that definitely definitely appreciate that and i mean doing what we're doing i just almost like wasn't comfortable with <laughs> sending shit away um like you know I, originally we looked into supercritical co2 extraction and we got quoted at like 180 or so dollars a pound and that was just ridiculous um and the guy literally told us as young entrepreneurs he's like you should just figure out how to do it yourself and i was like all right <laughs> so, <laughs> the hash lab was born. um so and and then after making hash you know people don't work with bubble hash especially hemp bubble hash and it behaves a little differently so in making the tincture and all the steps that go into that, like we did some R&D, definitely. There was jars that were not viable, you know, for me personally to want to sell tincture. And like, I just wouldn't want to send bubble hash away to be put into anything where where somebody just like has not worked with, like they're just going to mess it up, you know? 
So it, anybody who is touching our stuff, like I, it's like I have a personal relationship with them or I have talked to, you know, like for topicals, we'll see kind of what happens there. I have a couple of companies in mind that use really good inputs and good formulas and stuff like that. But, you know, if there's hash going into that topical, like we're definitely going to talk about the SOP that they're using and what oil oh, yeah. and like how it's getting in there. You know, like I'm big on it being the best but also it being like what it actually is advertised as you know so well sean listen i want to say thank you for coming on the show man you gave us a lot more time than uh was expected and i love that because i feel like we could have kept going <laughs> we're definitely have to have you on for part two yeah you're gonna have to come back soon man we'll have to continue this because just, i have so many more questions i want to ask but we have a huge giveaway we got to do before the show's over and uh just want to say thank you check out the CBG Gurus on IG right up on the screen or the CBGGurus.com. My man, Sean, appreciate you coming on, brother. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And maybe I'll see you on the phone soon. If not, I'll definitely see you on the podcast again sometime soon. Hell, yeah. No, no, we're coming. We're coming, we're, we're coming to the farm, damn it. Oh, yeah. Thanks for hanging with us. That, dude, that was amazing. I, I learned so much from him when he stopped. Yeah, no, he's good. He's beyond good. I learned so much in that short period of time. I'm just blown away. CBG guru is awesome, awesome guest. Uh, just yeah, I just I loved it. I loved it. Definitely, I can't wait to check him out. We have to go to the farm. We gotta go check it out. We yeah, gotta make a trip. Yeah, I want to go. Definitely gotta do a group trip because. And I have smoked this flower. It's very good. Like it definitely is good. So. Yeah. I want I see I've never even had CBG flour so I'm like I'm st- totally intrigued by this too because well I was totally like pulled in because he was saying like the same like you know like he smokes bong hits and I'm like a bong gal so I was like all right all right like talk to me about this whole like adding the CBG to the but like I love it so I like added a little bit to the to the bong hit now it's like good it's Damn. really good it like adds a different flavor to it I think you save a little bit on your bead I don't know I liked it I enjoyed it. I might have to go lose way and, and do this the bubble hash because that right there is like, <laughs> oh <whoo>, man! <laughs> let's go. Let's I go haven't fun. had bubble hash and I couldn't even tell you how long, bro. And watching your face light up made me realize <laughs> that like, like a little bit on Christmas morning. Like, yeah, how yeah. much I miss it. <laughs> I've never been happier that someone decided not to buy a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> CBG is legit. Definitely helps my stomach. I love that. I love to hear that. I love. I love that the listeners know more about it than than I do. <laughs> I love learning new shit. I say all the time, you got to be like a sponge. You know what I mean? It's like hell I don't yeah. Want feel like I know everything. Like, I love learning new shit. So. Well, we learned a fucking lot today. And I just want to send a big thank you to the CBG gurus. Lou, you got anything for us before we do this big giveaway today? Oh, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it goes, man. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I, dude, I honestly, <laughs> this is always one of my favorite games, you know. Uh, it, it's brand new. And it was, it was brand new, but it's so good. It's so easy. It's so easy for the guys, for the listeners to call in and win. So easy, it's stupid easy. We literally call it stupid, easy trivia. 
And what we're giving away today, thanks and courtesy to Hemper Co. for providing us with this box from them, the Pina Colada box giveaway we're going to be doing, which uh, has a whole bunch of smoking supplies for you, including a very cool Pina Colada glass ball with a little straw mouthpiece, uh, wraps, you got some pre-rolls, you got stickers, you got the little Q-tips with the alcohol to clean out your, your shit after you smoke on it. Lighters, all kinds of shit right here live. We're giving this shit away today. All you have to do is call in and play a game we call Stupid Easy Trivia. I'm going to give you a countdown, a 60-second countdown, all right? And from there, we're going to see how many questions you can get correct. I feel like that's pretty easy, right? I'm ready. It should be. It should be. I don't know. We're going to see what's going to happen. I know right now that I'm I'm a little nervous. I got I got my questions up. Holy shit. I wasn't even like ready. Here we go. Giddy up. I wasn't even ready. To be blunt. Okay. We're ready. It's your show. <laughs> to be blunt. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Listen, Chris, and stop it. <laughs> Who the fuck you think it is? Oh! Yes! <laughs> my bitch. <laughs> Oh, Donna, I've got Donna, my Donna. your old niece in the back of my trailer because I go stand out on my front fucking porch. I'm like, did he say call yet? Did he say call yet? <laughs> you were waiting the whole time for the call? You damn right I was. <laughs> oh, my God, Well, no, about five minutes. Just five minutes. I, I'm not that fucking dedicated. I've been watching the show. <laughs> She said, I'm not, I'm not that fucking dedicated. Wow. I have been watching the show, though, but I ain't going to stand outside any longer than I have to. All right, Donna. No, you <laughs> <laughs> made your way in. So, Donna, you know how the game goes. Absolutely. You know, I had to unfortunately play through this terrible uh, YouTube ad for <laughs> First of all, I do this to get, to get my time rub because you prematurely had me going. Listen, you're gonna get a minute, all right? A minute countdown, and I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. You're gonna answer as many as you can. Uh, Kristen, could you keep, okay. could you keep track of how many I mark as correct and how many I mark as incorrect? Okay, that's my job. Hold on, hold on. Listen. <laughs> Oh, we're going to listen. I mean, Luke can do it too. I mean, it doesn't matter. What are you? Can someone do it? All right. This is how you're going to know. I'm not going to say right or wrong. If she's right, she's going to get that. That's the right. If she's wrong, that's it. So that's right, wrong. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to hit the buzzer or the, or the ding, and we're going to keep moving. All right. Speed round. She looks a little unsure, but I think we're, we're going to be good here. So, Donna. We got this. Donna, are you ready? Um, I'm ready. Okay, I hope so because I'm uh I'm nervous right now. I'm nervous because you. I'm only nervous because you beat me last time. You know. Well, I want to beat you again. Yes, <laughs> Donna, girl power. We got this. All right, Donna. Are you ready? We're gonna put. I'm ready. Sixty seconds on the clock. I can even. I could guess. I could actually share the timer on the screen. So can, <laughs> you know, we can really put it up here. Sixty-second timer. All right, Donna. Time's gonna start. When I start, I'm gonna start asking questions, and you just list off your answers. All right. Okay. All right. 
All right, we're about to get started. Let me pull up your questions here. The game begins in three, two, one. Three, two, one. Oh shit, Donna, my bad. Which company uses Santa Claus for advertisements? Which company's what? Which company uses Santa Claus for advertisements? Coca-Cola. Keep calm and carry on is a slogan of which nation? United States? Fuck, I don't know. What's the name of the character that Johnny Depp plays in the Pirates of the Caribbean? Captain Jack Jack Sparrow. Where is the Oval Office located in the White House? In the West Wing. In a Disney movie, Pocahontas, she has two animal friends, a raccoon and a hummingbird. What is the name of the raccoon? Get fucked. I don't know that one. (laughs) (laughs) This place is known as the city of brotherly love. What is this city called? Philadelphia. What temperature in Fahrenheit does water freeze at? 32. All right, Donna. Hell yeah, it's cold clear out here right now. <laughs> Lou says we got five. You got five. All right. That's impressive, Donna. I can't remember the question. You're like, fuck, I don't know. I felt the same exact way. <laughs> oh, damn Pocahontas shit. Yeah. <laughs> Pocahontas shit. <laughs> what do you mean, Pocahontas shit? The, the, the uh, whoever it was, their little animal friends' names. I don't know that shit. I do get to remember my own name. Donna. <laughs> what was the answer to that? To which one? I guess the raccoon on Pocahontas? Oh, that would be Miko. 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 Well, who the fuck knew that? Well, I mean, <laughs> everybody but me. Not you, clearly. <laughs> no, <laughs> not me. Not you. All right, Donna, you have five. We're going to let uh, someone else call in and see if they can beat five, and we'll see how this goes. All right. All Let's right. put the juju on them, motherfuckers. This is mine. <laughs> All right, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling in. <laughs> wow, she said the juju. <laughs> fantastic. Donna, Donna cracks me up every single time. Every single time. So to be blunt, 860-384-7110. That's 860-384-7110. If you want to take a crack at stupid, easy trivia, all you have to do is answer as many right in the span of a one-minute, 60-second countdown. And if you answer more than five, you can win this amazing box from Hemperco. Live on the air right now, 860-384-7110. Who's it going to be? Or is Donna going to walk away? That's the question. Yeah, where's Mike? I thought he was going to. Oh, maybe this is Mike. To be blunt, what's your name? Where are you calling from? What's up, man? It's Zach from Connecticut. It's It's what? Zach from Connecticut. Zach from Connecticut. All right, Zach. Do you know the you understand the rules? Wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry. Do you understand the rules? Yeah. All right. 60 seconds are going to be on the clock. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Lou and Kristen are going to attempt to keep score. If you're correct, you will get a little ding. If you are incorrect, you get the buzzer of doom. Lou is going to keep score. Lou's going to keep score. All right. 
Are you ready? I'm pretty stoned, man, so I hope I do all right, you know? I, the fact that you're stoned is going to make this that much more better. You got this, man. You got this. That's right. All right. We put 60 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one. All right. In the U.S. version of The Office, what is the name of the city they live in? What is the name of the city they live in on The Office? Oh, uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Australian. How many players are there on a baseball team? A lot. <laughs> Jim Carrey stars in this 2000 Christmas movie about who's in Whoville. What's the movie called? Watch movie. The Elf. <laughs> what is hummus made from? Chickpeas. What is the name of the 1993 movie about dinosaurs? Dude, I just we're gonna watch the movie. Uh, Jurassic Park. Who wrote the classic horror book, It? Lou, what are we at? Three. 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 How many people are on a baseball team? Nine. Nine. That's right. There you go, Lou. That's right. I'm on the team. Unfortunately, though, for, uh, for Sean, or not Sean, but for Zach, you did not beat five, unfortunately. I'm sorry, but that was a solid intent, man. Uh, I think the weed maybe got you the best of you. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole bill thing was the Grinch. That's my favorite Christmas. It movie. is the Grinch who stole Christmas. That is correct. Zach, thank you for calling in, man. I can't even remember the question, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zach. I love baseball. <laughs> <laughs> man. Donald's hooting and, and hollering in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Donna is in the chat hooting and hollering. Oh my god, she said, Fuck yeah, she's glad he lost. <laughs> Donna, 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 Donna. <laughs> That's what's going on in the chat. 860 384 7110. Can one more person maybe beat Donna with five, five correct answers? Or will Donna walk away a winner again? Here on To Be Blunt, that is 860-384-7110, 860-384-7110. 60 seconds on the clock. Who's going to call in? Is anyone going to call in? We'll find out. Donna, with five, really just blew me out the water there. I did not expect that. But can anybody top five? Oh, I'm going right there with five. 860-384-7110. 7110. Your chance to win a Hemper Co. Smoker Supply Box. All you have to do is call in and answer more than five questions correctly. And you will have your chance. It's it's more than doable. (laughs) Donna says she's sweating over here. (laughs) I I think we're going to have Donna's going to be it. Donna's gonna be it. <laughs> Donna's gonna be it. Nobody's nobody's willing to challenge her. <laughs> Donna Taylor, congratulations. 
You have one. Oh my God. Of course. <laughs> what do we expect in this challenge? <laughs> Tubi Blood, what's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, like, they hung up. <laughs> we already announced that Donna Taylor's the winner. Made <laughs> it easy. There's no competition for Donna, clearly. All right. <laughs> Donna Taylor, congratulations. <laughs> she wanted it more than anyone else. Get ready. You're going to have a brand new bong coming at you this week. Congratulations, Donna Taylor. Shout out, Sean from the CBG Gurus for stopping by, hanging out with us, and giving us an awesome interview. I can't wait to uh, follow up that. Get the tour of the farm. Follow them on IG at the CBG Gurus or check them out online at CBGGurus.com. Y'all already know, Luke Kristen, another successful show tonight. What was that? Like, we did okay? Is that what you were doing? Like, it's okay? No, it's like a woo! Uh, woo. <laughs> it's, it's, in lieu of the like a woo. I'm trying to be less basic, so, like, I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> Donna said she broke the bong on our show three weeks ago. Now, that's why she needed a new one. Yeah, that's perfect, and that's also... Well, then you're welcome. <laughs> you guys already know the deal. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Follow us on all platforms. Two People Podcast with the number two. Uh, and of course, CTMMP data, classic underscore Kristen on Instagram from, of course, Kristen Lou and myself. We love you all for thanks for hanging out with us tonight and making another successful show. We will see you next week. Same weed time, same weed channel.